Somebody who has, he has traveled, he has been with Bishop in writing the books, he has been with Bishop in many travels, he has been to hear many things that have been said um, in the private, in the quiet, and, and that is why he is supremely qualified to be a, a bishop at the Kodesh. Yes. Supremely qualified. I mean, there are many cathedrals in Lighthouse. There are many cathedrals, but there's only one Kodesh. And that is the seat of our father. Before he got up and went to create the first love center, another center. And so for somebody to be able to occupy that chair, and after occupying it to fill it, after filling it to grow it, is a wonderful anointing. It's a wonderful anointing. Oh, your, your clapping is not. Amen. Amen. Oh, I didn't hear anybody say amen this morning. So, we are about to be blessed by a man who has, by the grace of God, a certain wind brought him to town. A wind to minister to the youth of our generation to create giants for the next generation to mold them before they go too far and to cause them to walk well and a man who is able to reach that youth and at the same time pastor the Kodesh it must be anointing it must be anointing and this morning I want you to welcome upstage Bishop Okobotaidoku Come on, put your hands together for Jesus. We love you, Lord. We love you, Jesus. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we give you thanks. I thank you, O Lord, for this privilege, O Lord, to preach your word. I pray, O Lord, that minister to your people, minister by angels, touch people at the point of their need. I pray, O oh Lord, that brings solutions. Lord God, this is our year of greatness. I pray, O oh Lord, that may the words that we hear, may they make us great, O oh Lord. I thank you, O oh Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. And everyone said, Amen. You may be seated. Hallelujah. I want to say a very big thank you to Bishop Patrick for this opportunity. Bantama Cathedral, it's not a small place to come and preach, I tell you. Because your bishop is very anointed and uh, also politically in the Ashanti Kingdom, Bantama is a very big stronghold. So, it's, it's great. I bring you greetings from the Kodesh, hallelujah. Somebody, somebody will wonder how I've managed to be here on a Sunday morning. It's very, very simple. By the grace of God, Bishop Fabian is there. Hallelujah. And um, that is why I'm here. And it's also because of the importance of what I came to do in, uh, in Kumasi. And then also because of the anakazo of your people here. In fact, to have me here on a Sunday morning. 
But like Bishop Patrick said, for many years, my life and my ministry was to children. Don't ask me why. I don't have an answer. The only answer I have is that one day I was singing in the choir when your daddy and my daddy, Bishop Dagi, were bills. Or he's not your daddy. Daddy. He called me to his office and said, I want to make you a pastor. Amen. People say that, hey, as for this church, if you join, they'll make you a pastor right now. It's true. It's true. What should we make you into? Medical school produces doctors. Nursing training produces nurses. Fitting apprentice produces fitting shop. What should the church produce? I can't hear you. Church or produce? Clap for yourselves. We believe in the work of God. We believe that ordinary people can do God's work. I'm just coming out of a camp. The camp, the theme of the camp, which is a children's camp, was steps to the anointing. Hallelujah. Your t- oh, you're not happy that your children are being anointed. How do you explain the anointing to a child? It's very simple. What is the anointing? The anointing is when the Holy Spirit helps you to do what you cannot do with your own strength. That's the anointing. Oh, that's not the anointing. Is that not the anointing? Yes. How many of you with your own strength can lay your hand on a sick person and the person will be healed? Can you do it? Yeah, I can do it. But when the Holy Spirit comes and joins himself to me. Yeah. There is an anointed version of everything. There is an anointed version. There's an anointed teacher. Anointed businessman. Even anointed taxi driver. A taxi driver that when he sits in his car, he doesn't depend on his own strength. He says, Holy Spirit, today, show me where to go. Tell me who to pick. You are the next anointed person in the name of Jesus. But one of the things that we may not have recognized is that the anointing is not like a driver's license that you need to turn 18 before you can get a driver's license. So some of us have told us that I will wait. When I grow, then I'll be anointed. God doesn't have time to wait for you to grow. Or you think that anointing is like voting. Some of our children, they cannot wait to turn 18. Then they go and salai. Then they can't wait. Because of that, at the back of our minds, we think that the children also cannot be anointed. But when you look in the book of Acts, when people 
Peter was preaching, he said, this is that which was prophesied of the prophet Joel. That in the last days, I finished preaching, oh, maybe. Well, we'll do for and see that one. Remember, I'm going to do this here. What Jesse Jasso? He said, This is that which give me scripture, which was prophesied of the of the prophet Joel, that in the last days I will pour my spirit on all flesh, unless your children are made of cake. Yes, unless the children are made of cake or then their, their legs are made of spaghetti and their legs are indomie but if they are made of flesh just like you and me then when they poured the spirit on that day the spirit came on the children also you still don't believe me in the same passage he said he said, and this promise shall be unto you. And, everybody say, and. Say, and. Say, and this promise shall be, I'm a Sunday school teacher, everybody should get ready for Sunday school teaching. Bishop Patrick, he's the powerful man of God. I'm the bishop of Sunday school teacher. Have you found that scripture? Where is it? Where is it? Not, he said, and this promise shall be unto you and unto your children. Where is it? This one is just an introduction to what I want to really speak about. It's, it's, it's also in the Bible, believe me. Believe me. Yeah. 239 for the promise the promise is unto you and everybody say and unto your children anything God has promised you he has also promised it to your children I thought that you'd be excited. But me, I'm excited. If God has promised me that I shall be great and I shall wax strong and I shall move forward until I am very great, I came this morning to announce to you that this promise is unto you. to your children some of you because your budget your budget is an economical budget you budget for one generation but you are not God 
enough to give to you and give to your children also. For the promise is unto you and unto your children. Unfortunately, as I close, I've realized that a lot of people have not graduated beyond having a burden for themselves. <laughs> I know you don't agree with me, but very soon you will see and you will agree with me. Is there anybody here you have heard of somebody who said, my, not you, but you heard of somebody who said, my father didn't look after me. Let me see your hand. You've heard somebody say it before. You've heard it before. What is that? Yes, sir. Whoa. But what is May papa, may papa, may papa, page Sunday say. Wow. Put your hand down. What does it mean? You think that the father who didn't look after you didn't look after himself? for himself he didn't extend it to the next generation and I can say though painfully that when it comes to spiritual things also I don't even want to say it but I have to say it children. He has a burden for the children. I'm telling you. I can show you through the Bible. Too many places. That one of the places I will be reading very soon and I'll show you. He said, and this promise shall be unto you and to your children. That day they were talking about the Holy Ghost. Do you know that there were children in the upper room? There were 120 people in the upper room. Do you know there were children there? They're looking at the sofa. My name is Sawyer for one night, sir. Go back to the two one. Act two. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. 
and suddenly there came a, a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind and it filled all the house where they were sitting verse 3 there appeared unto them clothing clothing tongues like as of fire and they sat upon each of them and asked for and they were all filled and they were they were filled they were filled with the Holy Ghost and began to in other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance verse 5 and there were dwelling in Jerusalem Jews devout men take me to where Peter started preaching please I can go there have you found it you gave it to me earlier and Peter standing up with the 11 very good thank you very much lifted up his voice and said unto them ye men of Judea and all ye that dwell at Jerusalem be this known unto you and hearken to my words verse 15 for these are not drunken as you suppose seeing it is but the third hour of the day 16 but this what you are seeing is that which was spoken of the prophet Joel verse 17 and it shall come to pass in the last days saith God I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh and your and your and your your daughters shall prophesy and your and your young men and your your young men shall see visions and your old men shall dream dreams is there anybody here who has a son and a daughter you have a son and a daughter please come i beg you stand for me your son is how old my daughter your daughter you have a daughter how old nine years nine years i'll show you something in those days when they were going for prayer meetings they didn't leave their children back at home how do i know later on do you remember the story of when peter was arrested you have become very quiet pal. do you remember when peter was arrested and then prayer was going on if you know the story who was the one when peter came to knock on the door who was the one who went to open the door it was a little girl called what? Rodalin. Find it. Scripture, you must be very sharp. But when we come and we stand here like this, sometimes we are prepared. Sometimes the Holy Ghost is leading us through certain paths for certain reasons. She went for the prayer meeting with Rodalin. On the day of Pentecost also, people had brought their sons and their daughters. How do I know? If that was not the case, then Peter lied. He said, the thing that you are seeing is exactly what Joel also prophesied. That in the last days, I will pour my spirit on all flesh. And your sons... That's why some of us, we have a burden. All I'm trying to do on this Sunday morning is to create in you a burden for your sons and your daughters. Please, you may be seated. As I close, through 
throughout the Bible. God was depending on the generation ahead to tell the next generation about him. is trusting that fathers will tell their children about him. God cannot in every generation bring a new revelation to each generation. He is trusting that we will tell the next generation about him. Tell your Bible to Joshua as I close. Joshua 4. From verse 19. Joshua 4, 19. Will you allow God to use you to teach the next generation or you just watch? My question who should teach them? Who? Who should? How should they get to know what they know? Like Mr. Patrick said in his introduction, some of you, if you knew, or you had somebody, you wouldn't have done the things that you did when you were young. Some of you, you are here by grace, oh. You have come, you have come last minute. That's how you found God. But if you had found him earlier, your story would have been different. Me, I cannot lie to you. A lot of things that people tell, their story, I did this, I passed here, I did this, I did I can't say some because it will not be true. I didn't have a rough life. I didn't go to this, that, through this. I didn't. Why? Because I had a father who had a mother who had a father who taught them about God. Oh, you don't understand? My great-grandfather was a church planter. He planted a church with his family, which included my father's mother. And my father's mother taught my father how to read by reading the Bible. So my father, by the time he was growing, he already knew the Bible, but he was not saved. Then one day in 1952, he attended a camp. And during the camp, they gave him an opportunity to give it. My father was born again in 1952. And he gave birth to me. And when I was growing up, he also showed me. He showed me God. My father showed me God. I thank God for my Sunday school teachers. But I also thank God for my father. But everybody... I'm sorry, I'm sorry, don't worry. The, the, the preaching, don't worry. It's only today. Praise the Lord. And the people came 
came out, out of Jordan on the tenth day of the first month and encamped in Gilgal. Everybody say Gilgal. In the east border of Jericho. And those twelve stones which they took out of Jordan did Joshua pitch in Gilgal. And he spake unto the children of Israel saying, When your children shall ask their fathers in the time to come, what mean these stones? Verse 22. Then <laughs> ye shall let your children know, saying, Israel came over the Jordan on dry land. There are some things your children will not know because they experienced it. They will know because their fathers told them about it. your children will know. There are things I know because my father taught me. I was going to sing that I realized that it's in God so you know understand. Songs my father taught me. Verses my father taught me. Say, hey but me I don't have a child. Everybody here knows somebody Everybody here. Look, I am not speaking by my own strength and I know it. When I am preaching by the anointing of the Holy Spirit, I know it is the Holy Spirit that is carrying me. The Lord asked me to tell you. He said, then you shall let your children know, saying, Israel came. The day I gave my life to Christ, it was my father who took me for a crusade. I was sitting at the back sitting at the back the preacher said if you want to give your life to Christ lift up your hand I lifted my hand he said if you want if you lifted up your hand come forward what do you mean then my father looked at me he said come on move forward Preaching is not powerful. No, no, I'm, I know. I know. This is the burden I have today to share with you. In our year of greatness, some of the things we are the ones who rehearse it to our children. Even the history of this church, they, when they come, they will see tiles on the floor, they will see instruments. They don't know how it came to pass. Then we will tell them that these 12 stones, <laughs> the Bantama Church, for it to be standing where it is standing to. Gilgal. Two things happen in Gilgal. 
Number one. Number two. Then we'll close. Gilgal stands for the place of circumcision. I like it. I like it. I like it. I like it. Do you know circumcision? Circumcision is cutting the things that you don't need. Cutting them away. Joshua 5. Verse 5. Now all the people that came out were circumcised. But all the people that were born in the wilderness, by the way, as they came forth out of Egypt, them, they had not circumcised. Let me show you. Do not assume that because your children come to church, they have gone through the things that they must go through. We have been circumcised already. They too must go through their circumcision. Speaking in parables now. <laughs> a lot of parents are afraid to circumcise their children. I'm not talking about them. No. I'm talking about the parent telling the child, You will not go for this party. Finish. You will not talk to this person. Finish. You will not wear this skirt. Finish. You will not watch this program. Finish. You will not listen to this music. Finish. Don't worry. Don't mind me. Continue. Let them walk in Gilga with their bully bully around. Are we surprised that are we surprised that our children are turning out the way they are turning out? You are depending on a Sunday school teacher. You are depending on a Sunday school teacher. Sunday school teacher, go ahead. Oh no, but brawa, 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 nyama, wa fe wa so ba so re no. Oni wo re, e se onu ni mu. Sunday school teacher. Is the one who circumcised your child for you. Hey, what are you doing? You don't check. They've had quiet time. They don't have. Them. Even the courage to pick your child's phone and go through, you're afraid. Oh. Oh. Even to tell your child, your phone, I have taken it from you. First generation was circumcised though. Now it is our turn to hold the bola bola and take a knife and shoot one zam trap you one time. Can you do it? Do it. Oh, It's not Look, sinners has been there for a long time. Oh. Sometimes I laugh at those people who say homosexuality, homosexuality. That is a modern thing. That those of us who don't agree with homosexuality is because we are we are old school. We are old school. 
sexual phoning a year old school. Do you know when they started chopping butters? Genesis. Oh. Genesis. Near status a year. Sorry. Sorry, I forgot that this is not my text. Genesis. Genesis 17. Now you are starting for far. You are the one who is old school. It's not me. The modern person is the one who knows that Jesus Christ has come to redeem us from the curse of the law. Instagram. Instagram, a certain pastor from Africa has come to tell what but um nonsense. You don't know who you are talking about. Oh me, me, Papa Bishop Dagi on Miss Now didn't go to Instagram. Oh no, I will share be papa 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 papa. Before you realize he himself, he has become people have been calling him. Some of you say, What am I talking about? Oh, yes, well, I won't tell you and then say, well, Oh, where do you stay? You hold your son and tell yourself, hey, my son, the way you walk is not that's not how men walk. Mommy, mommy, we say, hey, die. stones they don't understand you tell them that look these 12 stones when we crossed the Jordan on dry land then we erected this memorial in Gilgal because we know one day our children will ask us but when our children ask us will we be there will we be there Mr. Patrick I beg you I hope I'm not spoiling your church children in their parable. God has always wanted one generation to praise him to another. One generation to another. One generation. You have left it for Sunday school teacher. And yet, in a way. It's not Sunday school teacher who brings up my children. No. I have been one myself. When I did it or when I am doing it, I do it with all my heart. I cannot lie to you. It's special to me. It's important to me that the future of the children. Hey, if you give me five days, I can talk about children for five. When I see a little baby like this, hey, my heart, my heart, because I know there are days ahead. Who will she see? Who will tempt her? When will she be in a room alone with somebody she should not be? Your eyes are not there. Hey, you won't pray. You, you will pray. Me, I will pray. I 
I'll say, when I sit down, I'll say, Lord, send angels. I can't be everywhere at every time. Protect them. Hey, maybe I'm shouting too much. Maybe I should go down. Gilgal is the place of circumcision. May we circumcise that. And finally, and finally, Gilgal is the place where the manna, the manna ceases. The manna ceases. Whatever we do, eh, a day will come that the things that we have provided for our children, we will not be able to provide again. They will now have to stand on their own two feet. On that day, based on what you taught them, will they be able to stand? Will they? Will they? Have you taught them how to love God, to worship, to pray, to kneel down, to have quiet time? Have you taught your daughters how to cook? Have you taught your daughters how to cook? Jollof. My nine-year-old daughter, she cooks jollof for me. Nine years. Or jollof. She can say, Daddy, today that jollof, I'm using smoked turkey. The next day, she said, I'm using dry fish. Different flavors of jollof. Oh, as for omelette, they are trying to cook up. Omelette, she said, Oh, she's A day will come. The manna will cease. When the Israelites were coming from Egypt, it was in Gilgal that the manna that was coming from heaven is stopped. A day will come when your voice will not be there anymore. But on that day, would you have said enough for them to stand on their own two feet? Well, today, truthfully, I don't know what I've said. But I know I've said something. I believe I've said something. Today I'm just trying to transfer a burden to you. That the children, when you see them around them, God put us here for them. May we be to them what God has anticipated for us to be in their lives. May God count on us. Anybody who you say you don't know what to do, don't worry. The Holy Spirit will direct you. Anybody who you look at your own life and say, my life was not good. How can I teach my daughter? Don't worry. God will give you grace. God will give you grace. Anybody who is not sure as to what to do you just stay in this church as you stay in this church the teachings you receive you see at a point even the things you didn't know you will begin to know them and you will teach them to the next generation and they will be blessed stand to your feet and let us close Every eye closed, every head bowed. 
Maybe somebody invited you to church. Please, no movement, I beg you, no movement at all. Maybe somebody invited you to church. But deep down in your heart, you know, you know, you don't know God. And you're saying, Pastor, please, 